What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 17 of Paranormal Axe Activities with your host, Ben Axe, coming at you live here in the audio version only of the podcast. I do miss the camera, but hey, I look better on audio. So big thanks to you guys for listening. I really do appreciate it, and a huge thanks to all my Facebook, Twitter, all the social media followers. Big thanks to AllEverythingEntertainment.com for putting up with my shenanigans. Huge thanks to the Boardroom, to RSH Wrestling, to all of my other projects and friends and people and all and all that good stuff. Uh, can't wait to keep this show rolling. Just a few things before we get into my awesome guest this week. Uh, one, this Friday, live on Facebook, live on AllEverythingEntertainment.com, and live on Twitter, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, Friday, July 10th, I believe is the date. I am doing a live paranormal investigation by myself in my house. Um, Got to say, I'm a little bit nervous, and if I wasn't going live, I probably wouldn't do it because I'm a little chicken, and uh, it's just how it is. But you guys will be there with me, so I'm really excited about it, so be sure to tune in. Uh, it could be a super boring show where it's just me sitting in the dark talking to myself, which is what I'm doing right now. Or it could be, you know, maybe we'll catch a little something-something. Who knows? So if you're interested in live investigations, it's my first time ever doing one. So please come hang out, join with me, comment, give me your opinions. Maybe you'll see something in the background and you can tell me to turn around and I'll get my head chopped off or something. I don't know. So be sure to tune in July 10th, Friday night, 10 p.m. on all my social media platforms. And I know, I know what you're waiting for. But I hate to disappoint you guys, but I do not, I repeat, I do not have a paranormal activity of the week this week. I know. I'm just going to give you guys a second to to mourn that thought. Seconds over. It really does suck, though, because actually, I, last week, I got a little creative. I had a little time to kill over the weekend, and I got a little creative. And I actually made, like, a little, a little segment, a little uh, jingle, if you will. I'm not going to lie, I was a little inspired by the Haunted AF's Dead Pet of the Week. Uh, it was a different different thing, but, you know, I'm inspired by, so shout out to Haunted AF for, for the inspiration. Um, but I can't, I can't play it, and, and I don't know why. I just have not had an activity of the week. It was a holiday weekend. Um, I wasn't home a lot. Uh, Friday, I was off work, but we were out searching for fucking couches for some reason all day. And then Saturday, I went to my sister's house, and we, we hung out there. And then Sunday, I had an interview, and I guess I was home most of the day Sunday. But, you know, I didn't – I just nothing happened during the week last week. I don't know. I do have a theory. So so here's my theory to you guys. And tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm right. But it's kind of nerve-wracking because I don't want to lose it. Um, but, you know, I've had a lot of activity, a lot of paranormal activities, you know, for, for a long time. And then I started to talk about them, and I noticed right away it got a little less and less, but still happening. But then I brought up doing the live investigation that I just, you know, promoted the shit out of. Um, and nothing happened after I, after I did that. So I'm nervous that me, I don't know, publicizing it or, or making it, more than just about my personal experiences, maybe pushing them away. I don't know. Is that a thing? Could like the side that's talking to me or making itself known be like mad at me for 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 coming out here and making it 
you know, a, a worldwide thing. I have listeners in, in, in several countries. Uh, is that a possibility? Um, my wife seems to think so, and, and she's usually pretty in tune with her with her thoughts. So I don't know. It makes me nervous. I'm still doing the investigation. I'm still going to keep going at it. Um, but it's just something to think about. And, you know, and maybe, maybe they're, they're messing with me because they saw me make that jingle and they're like, you know what? You're not using it. F off. <laughs> you know, that, and if that's the case, I respect the paranormal world for, for doing that to me. Um, I could play it for you guys anyway, just because I took the time to make it and I was really excited to play it. But I'm not. I'm stopping myself because if I played it, it'll just get your hopes up for for an activity, and I can't I can't do that out of out of my appreciation for you guys. So that's just gonna give you guys something to look forward to. Hopefully next week I will have a paranormal activity, and then I can play my little jingle before before that segment. But not happening this week. So this week on the agenda here is. Paranormal, uh, not attraction, paranormal, shit, now I already forget the words here, but that's all right, paranormal attachment, there we go, paranormal attachment, and so, you know, with that, I'm sure you've all heard of stories, if you go to, you know, a haunted location, like a popular place that Ghost Hunters goes, they always say, don't pick stuff up, don't take stuff, they talk about demon attachments, they talk about all kinds of paranormal attachments, you know, how it's possible if if somebody dies and they love their car, their spirit hangs out with that car, that kind of stuff. And personally, I don't have any paranormal attachment stories. I've never felt anything had ever attached to me. I have that one demon story that I feel like the demon was attached to somebody else. I just happened to live in the same house at the time. Um, but I've never had any personal experiences with that. But I do know somebody who has had a paranormal attachment and she is going to be on the show here in just a few minutes so just a little background her and i go back we met each other back in 2008 via the halloween message board whoop whoop and then we kind of lost touch uh for for years actually and then over the weekend we kind of reconnected so there's our little backstory and uh we reconnected on on the Twitterverse. You know, we have a whole big network there. I love I love Twitter these days. I used to hate it, now I love it because I do meet really awesome people, including the Haddonfield Report, which is a Halloween podcast. Check it out. Um, I just listened to episode four, I believe, today, or was it five? I think it was Halloween. Yeah, it was episode five today regarding Halloween three, season of the witch, and it was fantastic. I have literally heard nobody else talk about that movie ever, so it's awesome to hear somebody else talk about it through my radio. So yeah, definitely check out that podcast if you're into the Halloween series. So now going on, let's just go ahead and get my awesome guest, Bet Noel, on the phone. How's it going, Bet? It's going well. How are you? Oh, I'm living the dream. It's 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 funny that we're talking because we actually go way back. And yes, then, we do. And then we like, we we knew each other remotely before remotely was a thing, and and then we reconnected remotely recently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was back on the Halloween message boards. Damn right, the official Halloween message board, which still exists, by the way. I'm still a member of. I barely get on there but i follow them on the facebook now so we're still we're still tight same <laughs> oh yeah so hey it's nice to hear from you nice to see are you still still doing your thing still loving the horror movies and still doing the ghosty stuff 
Oh, yeah. I mean, I go to horror conventions when we don't have COVID. And, Dude, <laughs> you I'm know, jealous. so yeah, I did. I dabble in paranormal. I don't do it as often as I used to just because um, I don't have a team anymore. Like my team dismembered and oh. or disbanded, dismembered. <laughs> totally I'm, different things. I'm they not sure about disbanded. that. Disbanded. Do you have a basement <laughs> by chance at your house? Uh, it's, you know. If so, that's cool. I'm st- yeah. <laughs> I'm still like you, you. So you've been a paranormal investigator. You've been with a team and disbanded a team. I'm still struggling with the term paranormal investigator. As a matter of fact, my episode last week, which I did by myself, was basically me, basically me trying to convince myself that I am a paranormal investigator. <laughs> so it's interesting how the different <laughs> sides we're on right now. Well, I mean, shoot. If I can book something good, we'll totally go. Like, I'll you can come with me. Hell yeah, I'm absolutely down. I just bought like all this stuff. I have like a K2 meter now, which is pretty cool. I've used it a, a handful of times and gotten some pretty cool results with. I just ordered a spirit box. Uh, it's not here yet, but I'm going to be using it on Friday for my live investigation in my living room. And uh, yeah, man, it's, it's exciting. I want to get one of those Connect cameras where you can actually see like the outline of the entity is it like an infrared kind of thing kind of it's um it actually shows like stick figures instead of i've heard of that i gotcha yeah that's interesting that's crazy so let's get right into it man so like this episode is about paranormal attachment and it's interesting that we started talking again over the weekend and before i even brought any of this kind of stuff up to you you brought up how you've dealt with paranormal attachment in, in the past and, and possibly current and so that's absolutely why, so it's, it's awesome to have the, that timing couldn't have been better and uh, as i said earlier i don't have a paranormal activity of the week this week which is just me basically telling my weekly ghost story from from my house or wherever um, mm-hmm. so i don't have a direct event of this week but i think the fact that you and i happen to talk about paranormal attachment this weekend is it's a coincidence, sure, but it's also, it's an interesting coincidence, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, ooh. <laughs> exactly. It's like, Jesus. <laughs> right, right. All right, so let's get right into it. So you're a paranormal investigator. You have a lot of experiences. So just before we get into the attachment stuff, if you want to tell like a, like a, a story from your investigations or whatever story you want to tell first, man, we'd love to hear pretty much anything you have to say about it. Okay. I mean, my first investigation, I, that's probably the most interesting one. Um, because that was the first one I did with a team that, I mean, I hadn't done any before then. I just watched it on TV, which, you know, mostly fake. Sure. Um, so, I actually answered a Craigslist ad to join the team and they interviewed me and stuff. And that's how I found out that I was an empath with like some kind of extra ability because they were able to tell me about a location without telling me what it was. And I was able to sketch a picture. Oh, damn. Um, now listen, my, (laughs) my drawings are not great, (laughs) but it got the point across. (laughs) That's all you need. Um, so they ended up recruiting me and it was at night. I was on a team with um, 
two big burly guys. You know, I'm only 5'2", so there's that. And then there was this bigger guy that was probably 6'4", 6'5". And, you know, I mean, he, he looked like a football player. So I went with him and then his his buddy, and they had gotten clearance to go there. And we went to Central State Hospital before all the buildings were torn down. So this was like summer of 2011. Got it. And um, we started out in the Bear Building or the Bar Building. People say it differently, um, which actually kept like the criminally insane, the violent, the so what's weird, though, is there was also classrooms for children. So it doesn't make complete sense. It's almost like they put maybe the kids that were too big of a pain in the butt in there as well. That's crazy, though. You wouldn't think that they would have kids and violent offenders in the same location. And I immediately thought of Michael Myers when you said that. Just saying. Right. <laughs> right. So <clears throat> I had not checked out YouTube before I had gone and. I don't know if there would have been anything, but there is a video on there now um, that a paranormal investigation team went and you can hear this growl in the hallway. And so we got inside and I'm not going to lie. I was a little shook. I mean, I would be too. I mean, It was my first investigation, and I didn't realize that we were going to be in an abandoned mental asylum. So, you know, I'm just standing there, and we're talking about our game plan. We hear this horrible, deep, gutted growl. And there was a wall probably a foot behind me. And all of a sudden, I'm up against the wall, and I can't breathe. Like, it felt like something had its hands around my neck, but there was nothing there. So, um, once my team realized what was going on, you know, the big football player guy, he threw me over his shoulder and ran me outside. So, like, he, now, so he, like, he saw this happening and then just decided to get you out of there? Right. Gotcha. So what I have found out since then is that empaths or people like that, you need to know how to protect yourself when going into those locations because I didn't know that there was a proper way to protect yourself. So after that night, because I mean, I didn't go back in, I had red marks on my neck. Like I, I was done. I was, you know, I was over it. And so they took me back to my car and they went and continued their investigation. But, um, you know, I had not shed that attachment. It had touched me and it had attached to me. And so the next few weeks, my lights were coming off and on. Um, Cabinets were opening and shutting. I would open my closet, which did not have an air vent, and, like, hangers would be clanging like somebody had just, you know, gone through them with their hand. It was insane, and I would have weird scratches. So I finally went to um, a medium that, you know, had good reviews because I needed <laughs> I needed some peace because, I mean, I wasn't sleeping. You needed a cleanse, absolutely. <clears throat> absolutely. Absolutely. 
So that took care of it. Like I didn't have any more issues and I've been able to do my own cleanses and sage my apartment when needed, you know, ever since. But, and I really haven't had any issues with the voice. Um, cause I just, I don't go back and listen to those YouTube videos because they freak me out. Um, but then, you know, I got that voicemail. Sure. So let's talk about that. So, so you got a voicemail. So that was back in 2011. Mm-hmm. Right? All right. So then you, when did you receive this voicemail that we're about to talk about here? It was Friday night and it was from my ex who was like on a blocked call list. So it went to like my blocked messages. Um, but she had just forgotten to hang up. And there was clearly a message there, you know, at the beginning. Absolutely. So, so I have this voicemail pulled up. Do you mind if uh, we play it and let everybody listen to it? Go right ahead. All right. Give me one second. I'm, again, I'm a very bad millennial and don't know technology all that well. So I don't know if you're going to hear it, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we'll try. So I'm going to go ahead and play the voicemail that, re- that you received uh, this, this past Friday. Did you hear that? No, but I've listened to it so no, many times. So I'm gonna play it one more time just so they can hear it again. Um, I, it doesn't sound like it's coming through all of that loud, which is weird because I had it pulled up before I called you and it was super loud on the audio. But whatever, I'm gonna play it one more time, and it's a pretty quick clip here. All right. So, so what does that voicemail say? If, if they, just in case they couldn't make it out. Um, well, I listened to it um, half a million times. I feel like before I even sent it to you, and I had a couple of my friends listen to it before I even, you know, because I was like, okay, you know, like she's got to be playing a prank on me. But to me and to a few of my friends, it sounds like, are you scared of me, Miss Larue? And it clearly says Miss LaRue at the end, and I am a teacher. So, y- you know, it, it it shook me up a little bit. But just to make sure that it wasn't, you know, my ex that was just playing tricks on me, you know, I sent you that voice sample so you could compare the two. Absolutely. And, and I did. I blew them both up uh, 400%, which is the max that I can do without it being too distorted. And to me, they sounded completely different. They even registered on my audio waves. They looked completely different, um, which, again, I don't know a whole lot about audio waves, but they were different. <laughs> so, Right. So it's like now I'm wondering because I have not heard that voice since we went to Central State and did an initial EVP session, like outside of the building. So... I don't know if it's attached to me or if it's attached to her. Something's attached to somebody. <laughs> sure. So what's interesting, though, is this is the first time you've heard it since 2011. Um, why do you think mm-hmm. it would, you know, if it, was, if it stayed attached to you, why do you think, if you, I mean, this is just guessing. I know neither of us really know. But what's, mm-hmm. what's a, a guess of yours that, you, I guess, that, you know, why would it stay dormant for nine years just to, to come back? 
if you think about the world, like the state of the entire world right now, and especially our country, things are getting really rough. And, um, you know, there's been research to suggest that energies are, you know, running higher, basically, because of all the fear and all of the stress and everything that everyone's experiencing. So that can actually affect how much power just natural entities have. Sure. That makes a lot of sense. Um, I've talked several times about energy and how, you know, that absolutely creates things and, and power and you know, all that, all that stuff. Absolutely. That makes, that makes a lot of sense actually. I hope that it's not just dormant and I hope that it's just attached to her. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, right. I don't wish harm on her or anything, but you well, know, absolutely. I've stage bombed my apartment since then. So yeah. Um, I, I, if it's, I know when it comes to demon activity, I know um, I've talked to other other podcasters, other investigators, and, and a lot of them um, seem to believe, and I agree with them for the most part, that demon activity is is very rare. Um, it is. Sure. So yeah. So if I were you, just just for the positive side of things, I would believe that it's not a real demon that possibly it could be a paranormal entity, like a spirit or a mean spirit or, you know, negative, a negative spirit of some sort who is posing as a demon. And, and if, that's, oh, absolutely. And if that's the case, that's a lot easier and a lot less scary in reality, you know, none of it really bothers me. I guess I'm so desensitized to it. That's fair. Um, <laughs> Like, you know, any more of my cabinets open or my TV changes channels, I'm like, really? Yeah, that shit happens. I don't know. Again, I think last week, my my last week's paranormal acts activity of the week, is, that's just, I can out if you listen to the show, but that's my little uh, thing that I do. Uh, it was my TV turning itself up. Like, that shit happens quite often, actually. Like, the TV, like, I guess it's like, it requires low energy to fuck with your TV. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, well, it, it can energize itself through the electronic itself. So, and since it's plugged in, you know, that's an easy, easy target. That makes sense. Um, I, I mean, stuff happens all the time and I'm just like, okay, you know, as long as it's not violent or anything like that, I don't really worry about it. Yep, that's, that's fair. I'm the exact same way, actually. So far, everything that I've been experiencing, it's, uh, it's been nonviolent since, 2014 or 15 i guess so that's why i'm kind of running with it <laughs> you know like might as well run with it if it's not violent right like i don't care if they stay as long as you know they're kind and um that that's my huge thing i have not experienced any violent activity it's just that voicemail yeah it's a pretty creepy voicemail i mean it just it just has that I mean, and I hate to say the word stereotypical, but it is. It's that very stereotypical, like, evil fucking sounding voice. And mm -hmm. it's, it's scary, you know? Like, it's... Yeah, and it's definitely not the fake demon voice that they use on Ghost Adventures. Um, <laughs> I wish it was. Because I'd be like, oh, it's a famous one, you know? But, like, we're... It's... That's funny. I think you're like the fourth guest I've had to make fun of Ghost Adventurers, so I dig it. I mean, 
he's so scared. All he does is send his team in. He sends <laughs> them in to do the dirty work. That's hilarious. I've only, honestly, I've only seen one episode, and it, and it was just the, uh, it was just the, like the recap episode or whatever. It was when he was on quarantine and they were sitting in the movie theater. It was with uh, Keith Linder, who's been on the show. So I watched that episode. I highly recommend you watch the quarantine episodes. I think you'll get a kick out of them. Um, except that, you know, I felt bad for Billy. Poor Billy. Billy sure. got thrown to the wolves during the quarantine episodes. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure I know who Billy is, but I'll have to go back and check it out just because you said so. <laughs> so. Yeah, seriously. So, so again, going on with, with the attachment stuff. So when it comes to paranormal attachment, what kind of things is – because I don't really know. And, again, when I do this show, I do zero fucking research. I just give out my thoughts and opinions <laughs> no matter how bullshit they are. <laughs> so, right. So, so what do you think causes paranormal attachment? Like is it just demons that can attach? Because you hear about – you know, if you go to a museum, if you never even like when I go to like I've been to the uh, Ohio State Reformatory and they say don't take anything. Even if you're outside, don't take rocks. Same thing with Waverly Hills. Same thing with any basically any paranormal known site that you go to. They say don't take shit because if you do, you bring stuff you know, home with you and it'll attach. Mm -hmm. So what do you think can cause paranormal attachment? You know, like what would cause a spirit to latch on to you or latch on to a fucking car or a chair or a table or a shirt or, or whatever? Like what causes that kind of attachment? I'm not sure about inanimate objects. Um, I just know that rule of thumb, do not take them home. Do not, like, leave the premises with them. Um, I had a few friends that used to take, like, haunted souvenirs. And I'm like, you're idiots. And then they'd be like, oh, my, you know, my lights went off and blah, blah. And I'm like, duh. <laughs> That's what like, happens. <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? So, I mean, definitely, you know, leave that stuff there. But, you know, they know when you have some kind of clairvoyant ability and that's usually the target. That makes sense. Um, and my wife's I mean, bad like, at that. Mm -hmm. I mean, in my experience with my team, um, you know, like the guys never got attacked. It was always the girls who were the empaths and the clairvoyants that were targets. Yeah, that makes sense. I know we went to that place mansfield prison i think she took a rock or she tried to take a rock and i told her no because my, my wife's also very sensitive to, to their side and we've had all kinds of sessions and that kind of stuff it's like why would you try to bring that shit home <laughs> like you know no and i mean it's it's draining it will make you feel exhausted no absolutely um like I usually have to have a couple day recovery period after I do an investigation. Oh, is that right? I've heard people say that too. Like I've heard other people say the exact same thing, which you know, just adds validity to the whole paranormal side. Uh, oh yeah. I mean it. It will drain you for everything you have. I'm just thinking if I'm a ghost, I, I want to know like what do I have to do to attach to you or attach to this object? Like what? I just, I mean, I know you don't know. I, this is kind of just a general question, but like, what makes them do that? You know? And if it was a demon that attached to you, that makes sense to me because he's just like, oh, she's mine now. Grabs all and see whatever, and now he can follow you. 
or he just chooses, mm-hmm. chooses to follow you. But when it comes to like a spirit, I don't know. It's harder for me to, to grasp that. I know it happens all the time. It's definitely a thing. I just want to know how. <laughs> you know? I'm not sure. I know that there's definitely two kinds of entities and the ones that, um, you know, stay in that location. Um, ones that are bound to that location, which, you know, they portrayed, this is going to be horrible, sound horrible, but, and, um, oh, what's that one show that they have several seasons of? I just forgot the name of it. American Horror they Story? They had like freak show. Yes. So American Horror Story, when they did those camp episodes. Oh yeah. Um, basically, you know, they couldn't leave the camp. So I believe that there's those kinds of um, entities, and I think there's ones that, you know, are the traveling ones that will attach to people, and they haunt the people and not necessarily the place. I can believe that. I mean, there's obviously all kinds of entities. There's good, there's bad, there's ugly, there's pretty, there's kind, there's mean, you know, there's all kinds. Um, That was weird. Did you hear that? I heard a bang, yes, (laughs) ma'am. What what was it? Do you have ac- do you have a paranormal activity on the show? It sounds like it when we're just talking about different kinds of entities. There was like a bang knock type of sound. Oh, nice! I thought that happened on my episode four of the show. It's just I just named it knocking on my wall because while I was recording, I was in my garage and I heard a uh, on my wall something knocked three times in a row, like knock knock knock. And then I stopped talking because I heard it. And then I was kind of looking and then it did it again. It's like, what the fuck? Right. (laughs) It happened. (laughs) It's just us. One of them things. It it, it happens now. That's crazy. So, I mean, I I guess when it comes to the obviously we don't have the answers, but it's interesting that that something is, is definitely attached to you or maybe used to be or maybe not we don't really know yet <laughs> so you definitely have right. to keep me updated on, on what's going on and definitely too you know take care of your, you you know what you're doing shit you're an investigator with all this aging and, and stuff like that but uh yeah so why have you on the phone here what's another like uh awesome crazy ghost story from your investigation days if you can think of one um gotta put you on the spot i know Kind of thing. Well, I mean, it's not really an investigation story, but I can tell you that um, one night I was sitting in my last apartment and um, I like my chest just started hurting. It's almost like I had something that was way too spicy, that overwhelming like pain, like you think you're going to die. And um, it wasn't 20 minutes later, I got the phone call that um, the investigator that I described as a football player. Um, he died of a heart attack. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely something to that too. That happens. I definitely believe in, in that kind of stuff. Warnings and, and yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many like little things like that. I think there's more little things than big things. A lot of our investigations, you know, didn't have a whole lot of evidence. Sometimes we didn't catch anything. And that's, you know, it's the way it is. Oh, absolutely. And, and that's how it has to be. I'm like, this isn't a, a, you know exact science. And you could go into a, you know, a very known, very active haunted house for eight hours and not catch 
shit. That's just how it goes. And, and oh, absolutely. Pe- and people that claim that, like p- people like Ghost Adventures, if you know when you claim that you go into a house and you catch all of this stuff, you probably didn't. That's <laughs> probably for your TV show and, and not real life. Um, right. Absolutely. And those are the kinds of people you can't trust. People that claim all of this stuff happens all the time. It, if it happens during an investigation, I mean, if you're in your house, I mean, I have shit happen here all the time. That's different than going to a different location and doing a full-fledged investigation. And I just hate those people that act like, oh, yeah, we've all had all this stuff happen. It, it pisses me off. Like, I went, we had an investigation team come to my house back in 2015, and they were just so full of shit. You could just tell. It's like... Before they did the investigation in my house, they you know, told us all this bullshit. They were like, oh, yeah, well, we've seen this, we've seen this, we've seen this, we've seen this, we've blah, 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 blah. And then when they did the actual investigation, they just stood there. It's like you're not even doing anything. You didn't see all that crap because you, you're acting like you don't know what you're doing right now in my house. So if you did see all this crap like you claim, you know, raining walls and, and all this demon shit, I feel like you'd be better at what you're doing right now in front of me. And those kind of people really annoy me. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. The ones that, you know, don't have the actual education and knowledge and they just go in there and think it's a game and it's not. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's definitely not a game and it's definitely not a. I mean, I, I could probably be found guilty of, you know, making, you know, having fun out of it, which I like to well, have yeah. fun. That's, you know, that's what I do. At the same time, it's a learning process, and you definitely have to take it seriously. And those who don't take it seriously when the time comes to be serious, those people annoy me too. Well, yeah. I mean, my thing too is the people that are disrespectful. Um, That's one of my biggest pet peeves when you go on an investigation is when somebody is disrespectful. Absolutely. And is like, you know, just trying to aggravate them. Yep. And that happened in this investigation (laughs) at my house. She was... Call, I don't even, I don't know, it was some dumb lady, but she was just saying all kinds of dumb stuff. And it's like, what are you doing? And it got to the point to where a friend of mine happened to be using her spirit box at the same time and texted us and was like, hey, are there investigators in your house? Because this ghost is telling me that there are and she won't come out because they're making fun of her. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, that's a, right. real, that's a real story. It sounds insane, one, and it sounds made up, but that actually happened. It's like, I don't understand this. Well, I mean, that's the thing, too. I mean, if, you know, because there are a percentage of entities that actually walk this earth. So why make their life hell when they're in between the void, you know? And. Sure. And, and that's it one... just. Absolutely. And that's one thing my wife taught me, actually, because she's very in tune with all of this. And and back when we first got together, actually, I was talking about ghost stuff. And she was like, they're humans, you know, at least they used to be anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, they have feelings and emotions just like you do. And it's, they don't owe you anything. It is disrespectful to even try to talk to them if they don't want to talk to you. It's like, who the fuck are you? You know, fuck off. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to do with, with this show. And then when I start doing investigations here is to go into it with the respect, only let them talk if they so choose, and obviously don't be a dick, <laughs> you know? Oh, absolutely. And, uh, absolutely. Um, I'm actually working on trying to get the local owners of Fox Hollow Farm um, 
you'll have to Google that one. Um, it's only about 20 minutes from my place, but it's one of the most haunted places in the area. For oh. It was a local serial killer, um, Ed Baumeister. Oh, I love serial killers. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I have been on the outskirts of the property, and I've had some experiences. I mean, just real mild ones. But, um, you know, I would like to do an overnight there. So if I can get permission from the local owners, um, I will let you know. Dude, call me up. I have never done an overnight, and to do an overnight at a serial killer location would be fantastic. And I don't think we live all that far from each other, so that would be amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I will send you the links and stuff so you can look at it. He actually killed himself um, when the cops were on to him in a... Um, satanic ritual so that he could always come back to haunt the land dude what a dick (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. that reminds me seriously i know this is kind of off topic again but i don't know if you ever have read the original halloween 4 script but it's very similar to that like michael myers gets beheaded and like they sew his head back on and it becomes like a big like ghost thing and it sounds similar to that dude kill himself. Oh, so wow. Yeah, dude. Well, the thing is, too, is they've never, with this, they've never had um, a gay investigator go. And it was a bunch of murders of gay men. Oh, wow. So, I mean, just being, yeah, that being a gay person there, I bet you would definitely, if, if he's there, it probably. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the victims, you know, like, Absolutely. they're going to be more active and more likely to come out. That makes a lot of sense. Be more open to them. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I will definitely be Googling that. So Fox Hollow Farm? Yeah, Fox Hollow. Hollow Farm. Awesome. Fox Hollow Farm. In Carmel, Indiana. Carmel, Indiana. Awesome. All right. Well, I'll definitely check that out. And we're about a half hour in, so I can go ahead and, and wrap it up. I really do appreciate you being on the show. I appreciate you helping me out with that sound clip. And, you know, now that we're back in touch, we'll have to do some investigations. Absolutely. Together. For sure. Like I said, I'm still learning the ropes and I still have a hard time using that term. But at the same time, I still don't call myself a podcaster, but I've been doing it for three years. So it takes time for me to adjust <laughs> the new terms. <laughs> but uh, right. again, I definitely appreciate you being on. I'd love to have you back on at some point and just, you know, talk about the, the ghost stories, the ghost investigations and all that good stuff. Just because that's always a fun topic. So. Absolutely. All righty, ma'am. So uh, let's, I'm going to let you go here. So you again, thanks for being on and have a great evening. Thank you. You too. Again, huge thanks to Bet for joining the show and telling her stories and her experiences. I cannot wait to, to get together and go on an investigation one of these days. That's not, you know, a tourist attraction. So hells to the yeah. Good luck with, with all the stuff you have going on with the paranormal attachment world um you know you know what you're doing you'll take care of yourself i have no doubt let's go and go ahead and wrap up episode 17 of paranormal activities again be sure to check out my first ever live investigation this friday night at 10 p.m july if i can get that right july 10th on all of my social media platforms and again, huge thanks to alleverythingentertainment.com. Huge thanks to the boardroom for supporting the show. Big thanks for regularly scheduled hostilities, which is my wrestling podcast. Check it out every Thursday night live at 6 p.m. 
on all everything entertainment and all the social media platforms and that's going to go ahead i think i said all my thank yous so be sure to follow me on twitter follow me on facebook paranormal activities and again if you have a story you want to tell me if you have anything you want to tell me really uh, hit me up on paranormal podcast at gmail.com again that is paranormal podcast at gmail.com and until next time fellows and ladies let's just keep learning together <laughs>